Sorry, ma'am. It's going to be noisy for one second. Well, what are you I doing? I just decided to put them in there. Okay, babe. Um, Is he back from the hairdressers done. already? Yeah, and, and we've, we've just, just started. We've just and I was like, the guilt that I felt. I was like, oh my god, I've been talking shit for like hours. Uh, he just needed the <laughs> he just needed the car keys there. Um, oh, no. Okay, sorry. Um, I know, I know. That was that is bad. Oops, we've been chatting for. He's been all the way into town and back. Like, did and he get his hair cut? he had a haircut. We were just been yeah, talking about yeah, shopping. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> oh dear. Screw um, it, I don't have any plans today. Okay, good. Okay. Me Time and Murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, well, big surprise. Tress, what are you drinking? Today I am actually drinking coffee. It is a Nespresso caramel cookie flavour. Oh. And it wasn't sweet enough, so I put some stevia in it. Because <laughs> I like it sweet. But it's nice. Uh, what are you drinking today? I am drinking just, I forgot what it's called. What Lemon? Lemon juice and iced water. So. Oh, yeah. very healthy. <laughs> and what about your me time? I am going to put on the Neutrogena Hydro Boost mask. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. I've had it in the fridge. Oh. It's a hot day over here, so it's going to feel really nice. Yeah. What about you? Well, yesterday I did an Argon uh, not face mask I am doing an argan oil hair treatment mask nice I've done it before and after all the Olaplex kerfuffle it's so crazy just going (gasps) back to like basics just like a simple argan oil hair mask like it just felt so different it like felt amazing I was like Sometimes just, oh, did it. just keeping it simple mm. is so great. Yeah, that's the thing. And like argan oil has been used for so long. Mm-hmm. Comes from Morocco, doesn't it? Because yes. I remember when Dan and I were in Morocco, do you know the way they, they stop off on the bus to kind of make you buy things? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was like these, and it felt so bad. It was these women that were like grinding the seeds or something or oh, cool. they were making the oil and then like selling it like oh. on the yeah it was really cool mm-hmm. it was actually really expensive oh sure. <laughs> so, mm, yeah i know you would think like they're taking out the middleman so it might be less expensive but no <laughs> it's fairly expensive i'd say people just give in and you know yeah people yeah but, but Tan and i never we never do that. We never buy. You never <laughs> give in? No, like in Cuba, it was like the cigars, like buy the cigars. We we're like, no. <laughs> you didn't buy yeah, the Cuban just, cigars? No, we don't really give in. I don't know. You should I have think... bought the Cuban cigars. Were they actual, like the, the proper ones? <sighs> like the cool? They were. The we, sm- we smoked one of them. Mm. But that was like part of the tour. And then, like, after you smoke it, they're like, okay, buy a pack. And I'm like, no, I just <laughs> feel like it, this is not. I We don't give in to the pressure. Oh, yeah. So we, we don't. Yeah, because Dan's just really like, no. <laughs> I can't remember where I was. But I feel guilty. I can't I remember really where guilty. I was. Was it with Jaren? It was, it was with Jaren. I can't remember where it was. Was it India or was it the Philippines? The clay pots that was India. Oh, well, the clay pots, yeah. And then there was like little stones with all the carvings in it. It broke right away. But we were oh. we were like given the hard sell on a bus to buy garlic roasted peanuts. Was that India? That or- sounds disgusting. <laughs> 
we were given such a hard sell and we were like, okay. And we bought them and we ate them. I hate the hard sell. Like, do you remember in Hong Kong, this is the hardest sell I've ever had. The kimono that I was looking at, the silk kimono. Oh God, the woman grabbed my arm. Do you remember that? Yes. She physically touched me and I was like oh my god oh my god (laughs) she she grabbed my oh that was so scary and that was a woman I was like whoa oh yeah they push hard that's the worst I've ever had actually it's because Mm. that kimono I have that exact kimono it's because it's like really yeah it's because there's like multiples of them on multiple stalls and it's just like yeah she knows that you're gonna walk further down and see it again yeah yeah. Yeah. They push real hard at Ladies Market. Yeah, that was really intense. I was really enjoying that market area. What was that market area? Ladies called? Market. Yeah, I was really enjoying that ladies market until a lady like assaulted me, <laughs> like grabbed me. I was like, Oh yeah, I want to gone from the ladies market. This oh, is God. not safe. It's it's bananas. Anyway, speaking uh, of ladies ta- Yeah, okay. Speaking of ladies, on. we want to thank our Patreon Laura for recommending this case to us thank you laura i've heard it's a good one so i'm really excited to get into it yes um it has caused me to be like delayed i think this is like one of the longest i've spent on a case in a very long time since like maybe early days i didn't know what i was doing and it would take me hours and hours to write a case okay again it was like very intriguing so this was a huge case in Ireland in like 2013. Okay. 2013, like tw- 2012, 13, 14, 15, around there. Um, okay. I don't remember. It's long. It's okay. Yeah. So, well, uh, like, so it is the case of Elaine O'Hara. Do you know this case? Don't, but usually you start to tell me things and it might start coming, coming to me. So I had this on the list of cases to cover, um, but then with Patreon, we always get requests. So then Laura actually asked to cover it. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just jump right in because I don't think you'll know it. Okay. On Tuesday, the 10th of September, 2013, three old school friends met to catch up at the Varty Reservoir in County Wicklow. The weather had been dry and the water was unusually low. As the three men were chatting, they stood on a bridge, looking out over the reservoir. They glanced down into the shallow water. There was a yellow rope with something shiny on it. No. Curiosity got the better of them. Using a rope with a hook on the end, out the men fished a white vest. Uh Uh-oh. Then a blue hoodie. (gasps) Eventually, they snagged the yellow rope. They pulled it up out of the water. The shiny things that had caught their eye attached to the rope was two sets of handcuffs. Oh, God. The handcuffs were chained together by a metal chain in an X shape. Also attached to the rope was a set of thick black leather leg restraints. Oh, God. What do they (laughs) even look like? Leg restraints? This shows my naivety. (laughs) I mean, see, I can't even picture what they would be. In my head, they're just like, I don't know, like those things in the hospital, like the stirrups, but all the way around. No? 
I don't know what a leg restraint they? is. Yeah, yeah. So the men had obviously fished out a BDSM paraphernalia. Okay, I love that word. Am I saying it right? I've always it, loved that word. Oh, yeah, you are, but okay. I just, I've always loved that word for some reason. Oh, aren't you dirty? No, just like <laughs> paraphernalia. It just sounds like, I don't know, like a carnival. Like, it just sounds like a, I don't know. Because it sounds like, like a fun word. It like, is, it's a right? nice sounding word. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is. an exotic bird or something. <laughs> but it means something else entirely. Oh, definitely. Like, drug paraphernalia. Yeah. The men joked, maybe we should stop. God knows what we're going to pull up next. Oh, God. But they kept going. Next, they pulled up a black leather mask that clasped. Okay. <laughs> clasped we're going at there. the back of the head. Attached to <gasps> the leather mask was a ball no. gag. All right. The three it's men. All the stuff. Yeah, it was like everything. Everything, yeah, the us naive ones would know. Like, I don't know. I feel like not not everyone does the full hog, you know. <laughs> right? Did you say the full hog? Yeah, like to go the go the full hog, like you know. I must go the full hog. Like all the stops. It's not. Oh my hog, god, maybe like, it is. Have I said that wrong it's not my like whole life? H a u l. The full go the full hog. <laughs> Wait, that wait, is not interesting. Internet, internet. <laughs> Go the full hog. Go the whole hog. Do something completely or thoroughly. No, so I've been wrong. Go the. Go the full hog. Full. Hog. It's more embarrassing if I was wrong because I've been saying hog. <laughs> no, but it's oh, not. Wait. Oh wait, the, the journey is a long haul. It's the long haul and the, the length. The long haul or the full hog? And the full hog. The whole hog. The whole hog. The whole hog. the whole hog. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard anybody say the whole hog. Have you not? I say that quite a bit. I must have thought you were saying the whole hog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this person has done it all. Yeah. The whole hog. Um... (laughs) (laughs) The men stared at the pile of items on the bridge wall and thought, what a strange day. Mm. Then they jumped in their cars and drove off. Later that same day, one of the men, William, couldn't stop thinking about the day's findings. It kept niggling at him. Maybe Mm. it wasn't just a strange day. Maybe it was sinister. (gasps) William drove back the next morning. The items were still on the bridge. He brought them to Wait the a minute. Bar- hmm? They just pulled them out and just left them on the side of the bridge? Yeah, they just left them on the bridge wall. All right. Well, like, little children might be walking by. I don't know up. if there would be children at the reservoir, would there be? Oh, sorry, this was a reservoir? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. My walk to work, there had been this pair of knickers on the ground. <laughs> Yeah. For weeks. Nobody wanted to touch them. <laughs> Nobody wanted to touch them. And like it was close enough to a school. And I remember every morning just thinking, the children, the children. The children. And like, you know. They know but what also, children. I'm not a parent, so I'm not going to 
Like, I suppose I could have went and got a twig or something. But I, I don't know. And then you're just like, well, what if it's evidence? Evidence? DNA? I don't know. I don't know. Also, children know I what underwear looks it. like. I know they do. But it was like, you know, it would rain. And then they would get wet. And Ugh. then they'd be like smushed in the mud and I'm like why are there pants on this pavement <laughs> like I hated it it's just went on for weeks I yeah. wonder who picked them up there's I, underwear I maybe on the wind the, just blew them away there's underwear on the ground here all the time like, like really? there'll just be like bras on the floor yeah because really? like because like a lot of Hong Kongers they have like like a washing line that like hangs out of their window and they'll oh, dry yes. and then just the wind just mm. like, the, the oh, I'd yeah. be raging yeah. if I lost. Like, oh, yeah. There's that. So what? we have like a little terrace, and we're on the second floor. So there's loads of like floors above us, and the floor yeah. above us, they have lost multiple shirts, and it's landed on our <laughs> terrace. And we're just like, Fuck's wait it. a minute, do you not give them back? I actually. <laughs> so I gave the last two back, but then the last time the man was rude to me, and he didn't hold <gasps> the door. He didn't hold the door open for me. And I know he lives on the third floor and I'm on the second floor. And he knows who I am. And then so his T-shirt fell onto our terrace and I, I've still got it. It's out in the terrace. <laughs> ah, karma. He didn't hold the elevator door for me, even though I do only live That's on the second floor. That's so funny. But anyway, I hate that, that yeah. rudeness. So, okay. where are we? So, so <clears throat> he took this stuff off the bridge and brought them back to the guard station. Although no one was aware if a crime other than littering had taken place, Garda O'Donoghue dried and stored the items in evidence bags just in case. The next day, Garda O'Donoghue drove to the drove to the reservoir. Were there more peculiar items? He looked, but there was nothing to be seen. Like William, he also had a niggling feeling. Garda mm. O'Donoghue. Why are they in the river? Like I know, and that stuff is. That's the bit. Like on their own, mm. fine, whatever. In the river. In the river, mm. and that stuff is like expensive. I see. That's the other thing I was thinking with the full hog. I was thinking, this is leather. Leather is expensive, and they're going all. They have all the pieces. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so why why throw something out that's so expensive? Yeah. Because you're gonna right. have to buy the whole kit again. Yeah. So. He had a niggling feeling as well. He was like, something's not right. So Garda O'Donoghue tried again the next day, Friday the 13th. <gasps> what? Don't do it. Ah. He plucked up the courage and he plucked up the courage, jumped over the wall and made his way down to the shallow reservoir. He looked at the shallow water, bent down and shoved his hand into the mud. Bah! Blah. He felt around. And lo and behold, he too <gasps> pulled out an inhaler. Part, <gasps> part of That's a good no- evidence. Mm-hmm, part of a Nokia mobile phone, a set of keys, and a knife. Oh, Jesus. Nokia phone in 2013 is still very old school. Very yes, old school. The iPhone was definitely about. Oh, here. Yeah. That's why they have a Nokia. Garda O'Donoghue was baffled. He looked at the keychain, which had house keys, car keys, and fobs on it. Wow. He thought, sure, someone might throw away an inhaler and all this crap, but who throws away keys? No. No. You don't throw away keys ever. 
There was a Dunn Stores loyalty card on the keychain. Garda Dunahue. Oh, what do you think good. he did? What do you think Cause, he did? Because that'll have her details. Mm. Her profile. Garda mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Dunahue. Oh, I have them on my keychain. I'm going to leave them there. What? Your Dunn Stores? So, so people can know. Uh, Holland Barrett. Oh, oh my God. No. <laughs> people can know. That's the most embarrassing one, Holland and Barrett. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, no, it's not. No, yeah. it's just like oh, there's a missing vegan around here somewhere. I know. It's like it's like you go there that often that it's on your keychain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do though. I do. It's sad, but but I do. Is your name registered there. to the card? It is. Yeah, <laughs> my own personal. I was putting the points on Daddy's card for years, right? Yeah. And then, like, no joke, no joke, like, could have been, like, 12 years, I swear to God, that I was putting them <laughs> on his card. And then I remember I asked him one day, do you use your Holland Bar points? And he goes, no. <laughs> like, I was like, Daddy, I've been putting them on for, like, 12 years onto your account. And he was like, no, I don't use them. And I was like, oh, I was flipping. And he was like, they expire, basically. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, gosh. Anyway, so I got my own. And I'm <laughs> building my own points now. Starting um, from scratch. Okay, okay, back to the detective. So he calls Dunn Stores customer service and asks them to provide the name of the owner. Dunn Stores said they would get back to him. Now, on the exact same day, Friday the 13th of September, all this mm-hmm. is happening, 25 kilometres up the road from the Varty Reservoir, a woman was out walking her dogs in the woods in the foothills of the Dublin Mountains. Oh, Dublin Mountains, guys. Oh, oh we know all about here those we go. mountains. Here Strap we go. Strap in. Mm-hmm. One of her dogs had fallen behind and was refusing to follow. The woman oh, went back. Oh, no, I don't like this. <laughs> the woman went back to find the dog. As she walked deeper into the marshy forest, she saw what she thought no. was animal bones. She kept walking. A pair of tracksuit bottoms, a shoe. Eventually, she found her dog Millie. Millie was carrying two large human bones that oh, still what? had clothes attached to them. Oh. Police were called and the area was searched. Eventually, a jawbone and a knife could be <gasps> found. Would be found. Mm-hmm. These two separate and completely coincidental discoveries were about to converge into one of Ireland's most infamous, scandalous and sexy cases. Scandalous? Oh, there's nothing friggin' sexy about leg bones. <laughs> the hell i'm sorry did you there was an interruption just earlier there did you say there was clothes on the leg bones yeah i think maybe it was like socks or something was still attached so that obviously so obviously there's like flesh on the maybe yeah maybe a little bit and clothes on them okay so what the fuck did they do to this body dismembered and the jaw wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute if there's bone exposed, that means it's been there a while. Yes. I don't know. It's been there. But the river suggests to me that it's more recent, unless they were just lodged somewhere and then they made their way down the river and now they've just come out. I think putting clothes in the river 
river is a really bad idea. I mean, put them in a bag and tie up the bag or something. I don't know. Maybe they got out of the bag. Sorry, okay. This doesn't seem like a good way to do things. No. A few days later, on the 17th of September, 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 Garda O'Donoghue received a call back from Dunn's. Dunn's stores. I'm calling it Dunn's, yeah, but we have American I listeners. Dunn's stores felt, is like a grocery store. Yes. Supermarket. I felt like Dunn's should have just done it then and there when he asked for it. Did yeah, you not feel like I thought that? it was weird. It was a few days later. Although it was... All right, Dunn's. Yeah. It was a Friday. Right. I, I do okay. feel like they could have but put he's it... he's a detective. Yeah. I mean, how hard is it? Just do it. Then. Just do it. Then, yeah. yeah, it can't be that hard. Yeah, they yeah. got back to him after the weekend. It seems right. I mean, time is of the essence here, but okay. Well, they weren't. They didn't know. They just found these keys. Maybe time wasn't. Of yeah, the but like, it looks like a missing person. It is a bit strange, right? You know, mm-hmm. stores, They told him the loyalty card belonged to Elaine O'Hara, a woman who had been reported missing a year ago. Okay, right, all right. A year, okay. That make, this is making sense now. Garda O'Donoghue told his supervisor his discovery, only for his supervisor to tell him that that morning the remains in the woods were identified through dental records as Elaine O'Hara's. Ah, okay, the jawbone and the teeth and the... Uh-huh. So on the exact... Well, that's good. Isn't that crazy, that though? Know. On the exact same day... They found her items and her body 25 miles apart on the exact same day, a year later. I was thinking that, that they would be very far. Okay, okay. Did somebody want this to be found? No. The whole river thing, the river items seem like they've just flushed out and flown down the river. Like that doesn't seem planned. Well, or have they just been dumped recently? I think they've been dumped recently. I think they could have been there a while because there's like a rope, like maybe like a t- tying them down. Tying them down. Okay. But is it, so you, are we saying it's just a quinky dink that these things happened on the same day? Yes, because the three men just happened to be at the reservoir when the water was really low, and they could see hmm. shit in the water. Like if right. it was any higher, they wouldn't have seen anything. A really, really, really weird coincidence, though, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there was signs of animal activity around Elaine's body and only 65% of her skeleton was recovered. Okay, jeez. Her hands and skull were never found. Ooh, especially the skull is kind of upsetting. It is, it is. I mean, like, you, want, yeah. you want the head, Mike, it's just... Yeah, jeez, yeah. that is, that's, yeah. Garda O'Donoghue sealed off the reservoir crime scene it was and it was thoroughly examined more items were found including a pair of shorts a dressing gown a rucksack a pair of glasses the rest of the nokia mobile phone a second nokia phone two sim cards and two more sets Mm -hmm. of handcuffs and sex toys this was found in the woods? No, in the reservoir. Oh, sorry, the reservoir. Okay. So, who was this Elaine O'Hara? Mm. Why did she have a Nokia phone? <laughs> the phone is bothering me. Have you seen all these memes recently about 
you know you're old when you were able to swap your phone battery with your friend if you were oh low. Oh my god, on, I remember. You, you remember that, right? Yeah. And they would be hot. The battery would be hot. You'd take it out and it'd be hot in your hand and you would swap it over to your friend and they'd put it in their phone. I remember that, yeah. Remember that? Because we all had Nokia's. Yeah, so we could all just swap batteries. Yeah, you can't do that Like, oh, I'm at 10%. Like, oh, give me your battery. But nowadays, it's just like, oh my God, do you have like, do you have a charger with you? My phone is at 1%. I know. Why isn't everything just the wireless? You know when you set it down on the little circle? I love that. I've been in coffee shops where they have that and I'm like, this needs to be everywhere. It's so convenient. My gym has it on some of their electricals. So you can just oh, like set really it cool. down and it just charges your phone. Oh, I love that. They must be expensive or something. Okay, so Elaine. Elaine O'Hara was born in Dublin on the 17th of March. Oh, St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. 1976. Elaine's teenage years were rough. She was bullied in secondary school and suffered severe mental health issues, notably oh, depression and borderline personality disorder. Oh, that's a tough one, yeah. Which hospitalised her regularly. Oh, okay. Elaine also dealt with asthma, diabetes and dyslexia. Oh my goodness me. That's a lot. Poor thing. When Elaine was in her mid-twenties, her mother died. Oh God. This caused a major setback in Elaine's mental health and stability. From then, Elaine relied heavily on her celebrity psychiatrist Dr. Anthony Clare, who then only a few years later after her mother also died of a sudden heart attack in 2007. Can you clarify the whole celebrity status? What's that all about? So apparently he had like a radio show and stuff and right. he was like on TV. Oh my God, like Frasier? I know, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh my God, it's like Frasier. Yeah, that was her, her doctor. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. However, by 2008, Elaine was able to get back on track and land herself some affordable housing. She was splitting her time working part-time in a local newsagent's and part-time as a childcare assistant. In the evening, she attended night classes with the goal of one day becoming a Montessori teacher. Oh, nice. I did a Montessori course once. You and mummy did it, right? We did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Back when I thought I might do teaching. Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't tell you a thing about it now, though. It's the play play one. They learn through play. It's like letting them gravitate towards what they want to go to, isn't it? Yeah. Like, let the child lead. I don't know if I'm all about that anymore. I remember <laughs> Back you. in the day, I had notions. <laughs> I remember you talking about it, and I was just like, do you yeah, remember? But, and I was just like, no, but just because a kid doesn't want to learn math doesn't mean they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Gotta know, gotta learn the math. Wish I had a, paid more attention to math now <laughs> that I'm an adult and I'm doing taxes. I'm like, why? Why didn't I? Oh, oh god damn those Montessori teachers. I know. I know. No, we're probably messing it up. I think that's what Montessori is. I think that. People do rave about it though. And I do think it works for a lot of people, but you probably have to work pretty hard at it and pay a lot close attention to the child, I would say. You don't just bung them all in a big classroom like we do, you know, and off you go. You have to really pay attention to the individual. I think I'd say it's more expensive to put your child in a Montessori school. I'd say so, yeah. Probably. Sorry, okay, so she worked part-time in a... Montessori teacher type thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
According to Elaine's friends and work colleagues, it was a known fact that Elaine self-harmed. Okay. Yes. We're going to go into it a little bit of self-harm. Oh dear. Okay. Skip forward a couple of seconds. Not you though, Tress. You're stuck here. <laughs> Elaine would self-harm and it was very obvious and apparent because she would never try to cover up her cuts, fresh cuts oh. or scars. Okay. Oh. Caroline, another employee at the newsagents, remembered a time when Elaine was reaching up to a top shelf and her shirt sort of went up a bit and mm-hmm. Caroline could see bandages all over her stomach. Oh my goodness, that is so sad. Okay. Caroline gasped and asked Elaine, what on earth are you doing to yourself? Elaine shrugged it off. she didn't say it like that. <laughs> I don't know how she said it. Elaine. <laughs> yeah. Elaine shrugged it off and said it was nothing, nothing to worry about. Elaine's friend. Oh, sorry. I thought, sorry. What was the co-worker's name? I was trying to reiterate her. (laughs) Caroline was like, Karen. Not Karen. What was her name? Caroline. Was it Caroline? Caroline was like, what on earth are you doing? I was trying to be funny. Well, you tried. Caroline, be more sensitive. (laughs) Elaine's friends were only vaguely aware of her mental health issues. And noticed that any time there was pressure or stress in Elaine's life, she would end up back in the mental health hospital for suicidal Mm. thoughts. Oh, God. Everyone knew that Elaine was looking for love and companionship. Elaine didn't have many friends, but it was clear to the few in her life that she was very lonely and vulnerable. According to her friends, Elaine had a bit of a tendency to exaggerate and enjoyed shocking people. During a conversation one time, she said that she had a preference for sexual domination. Another time her and Caroline were working at the shop, Elian mentioned to her that she was having a relationship with a married man and that he was treating her very badly. Caroline told her to get out of the relationship, but didn't think too much of it, since she knew that Elian liked to exaggerate anyway. In retrospect today, Caroline is annoyed with herself that she didn't ask more questions. Perhaps, I know, perhaps Elaine was looking to confide in somebody, but the topic was never brought up again. See, it's that fine line of like, you don't want to pry too much, but then if it's, if Elaine feels like it's enough to bring up to someone mm-hmm. that usually is kind of like a sign isn't it because it, it, yeah. if people are, feel like they want to bring it up yeah. it's probably worse than it actually is what they're saying if they feel like they need to broach it with someone else yes. it takes a lot of balls and courage to but I mean like we do something. all know those people who exaggerate and I know the cry wolf thing and you're yeah, like well and, do I take this serious and, I think you should just always take it serious right yeah. I think that's kind of yeah yeah I know I don't it's know, hard to know we weren't there we don't know how many conversations know, they I had know. and then you've couples that like fight and then make up and fight me i know <laughs> you're like and then it's just like and then they come to you and like oh we had another fight and like, oh did you oh did you have another fight like oh mm. oh, oh re- really yeah like and then i know what can you do it's, it's very it's a very hard messy area to it navigate is. someone is. else's relationship it's between them you don't know what's going on I know, hindsight is twenty twenty. You can't beat yourself yeah, up Yeah, and look, it. you also don't think 
someone's going to get murdered. Right? Yeah, you never think your head doesn't really go there. Never, right? Ever. Yeah. On July 14th, 2012, Elaine checked herself into a mental health hospital for having suicidal thoughts. She wasn't discharged until Wednesday, the 22nd of August. I don't know how long you stay in the... How long was that, sorry? Was it three weeks? Is that is that long? No, it's longer. That's like a month. Longer than three That's weeks. That's five weeks. Hmm. Is that long? I don't know I don't actually long. know what I the don't... typical... I'd say it obviously varies depending on yeah. the situation. Did you think it would be longer? I thought it would be shorter. I was like, oh, oh did you? It's like over a month. But then I don't I know. I think because she has so much going on, though. Mm. It's not just one thing, you know. Mm. The day she was discharged, Elaine spoke with her friend, Jane, who recalled that Elaine was excited to start volunteering to start working on the Tall Ships event tomorrow. Do you know about the Tall Ships? It does ring a bell. Do they come in to the port and people look at them? Yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because it happened in Belfast once. Oh, was and it? I was like, okay, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. They kept talking the about it in the documentary and I was just like, what is it? I need to research this. Yeah, I think it's like a fleet of ships and you just go and you look at them and that's kind of it. Yeah, so it's like just all these really big ships. But apparently they some race. Some people are really into boats though. Yeah, some people are into boats. But they race from Dublin to Liverpool and then from Liverpool to France. So it's like a race type thing. Okay, alright, okay, that's cool. Elaine said to Jane, I've escaped! Referring to getting out of the hospital. I know. Uh, Jane joked back, teasing her, saying maybe she will find herself a nice sailor boyfriend. Jane is just a friend. Yes. She doesn't work with her or anything. No. I believe Jane was going to be at the tall ships as well. Okay. However, on Thursday, the 23rd of August, 2012, Elaine did not turn up as a volunteer at the tall ships festival. Jane and the other volunteers became worried. Her father became especially concerned about her whereabouts and even texted her, Are you alive? What? I know. What? I know, it's so, yeah, grim. (gasps) That is a bizarre... Because if you're questioning that perhaps she's dead, how is she supposed to reply if she's dead? I know. Right. And it's also like, if your daughter has suicidal thoughts, maybe not the best. Oh, yeah. Question. Oh, good point. Yeah, maybe don't. And as a father, as a parent, like, we don't know anything about him, but it just seems off to do, uh, insensitive. and. Uh, or maybe he's just being like, are you alive? Like, Okay, you know? gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Could be. Mm, the tone is important. Yeah, it text is. can be... Text leaves that out. Deceiving. Mm. By Friday, okay. August 24th, so the next day, Elaine still had not shown up nor answered her phone. Elaine's father reported her missing to the police and an investigation and a public appeal was started. Her apartment was briefly searched. Her bag, purse and iPhone were still there. Okay, so she has an iPhone, but this is not the phone that she contacts her beau on. Mm-hmm. You're putting everything together. <laughs> yeah, but see, that is the problem with having a second phone. You know, because then the police are going to look through her iPhone and be like, oh, she's not seeing anyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah nothing's There's happening. No... Yeah. 
no, there's no, she's just gone off. There's no partner to investigate. Like, yeah, don't. Sec, don't have a second phone. Uh, don't have a second phone. Unless it's for work. Have you heard about that cheating app? It was like an affair app and it looked like a calculator app on your phone. I've heard about it, yeah. You hear about that? I hate that. Did you look if also, Dan had a calculator app? I, I know. And he's Show just like, I'm an accountant. I really like calculators. <laughs> but to me, it's suspicious because every phone comes with a calculator. Right. Right. Ooh. Right. Why do you yeah, need a second calculator? Like, huh? It's like you have to put in a certain sum and it'll open it Is up. Is that what it was? Yeah, oh you my put God. in like... 69 times 69. I don't know. Stop. Oh, I just hate how clever it is. Yeah. Sneaky it is. There's probably loads of shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably a new one now. Yeah. Because everyone knows about the calculator one now. Anyway, don't know why that reminded me of that. A jogger came forward to say he had spoken with Elaine on the 22nd in... Oh, I forget how to say this word. Shit. Shenanigan Park? Shangana. Shangana. Shenanigan. Can't be Shenanigan. It cannot be Shenanigan Shenanigan Park. Shanfevi. That is a good name for it. Shangana. Irish words can be hard. Shangana? Shangana. Must be Shangana. Oh my god. That looks more like an Indian word. Yeah, right? That's what I would say as well. Shangana. Shangana Park? That's what I would say, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like Kavanaugh, you know what I mean? With all the A's and the V's and the N's. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it's very similar, a lot of A's and G's and N's. The jogger said that he spoke with Elaine on the 22nd. So that was the last day. That was the day she got released from the hospital. She was talking to her friend Jane. Then she was in the park and was speaking to this jogger. She had asked mm-hmm. him for directions to the footbridge, which... He pointed her in the right direction. Okay. Later that day, Elaine's car was found still at Shagana Park. Car park. Oh. Mm, her car was still there two Not days a good later. Sign. Mm-hmm. Wait, is this this is nowhere near the Dublin Mountains woods, no. No. The large park, the cemetery and along the coastline was searched, but there was no sign of Elaine. About a week later, on the 31st of August, with no further leads, Garda seized some interesting and very sexy items from Elaine's apartment to be tested. Her bedsheets, rope, chains with a padlock, a PVC dress and a gas mask. Gas mask kind of kills it for me. (laughs) But these were all found where? In her bedroom, her two iPhones and two laptops were also taken. About a month after... Two iPhones? Mm-hmm. And two laptops? Mm-hmm. About right. a month after Elaine had gone missing, detectives made another public appeal on RTA, describing Elaine's appearance and asking the public to be on the lookout. Eventually, it was assumed Elaine had given her psychological history... She must have completed suicide by jumping off the nearby cliffs. Her family and friends agreed. But of course, this assumption was turned on its head one year later by three men and a dog. Three men and a dog. 
Quanto não amara. I knew, I knew you would say that. I knew, I, I, I did it on you purpose. You paused <laughs> to allow me to do that. I did. You gave me my moment. <laughs> you are Vera mm. McGuinness. <laughs> yes, yes, I am slowly turning into our mother. <laughs> and that is the end of episode one. Mm. Very good, very intriguing. Intriguing, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm very sad. It is sad. Mm-hmm. It was just feel like this girl didn't have much of a chance. I mean, like she she has like stuff going for her, but she was up against a lot. Yes, and then clearly just the wrong person got their hooks under her. You know, it's <gasps> so sad. We're going okay. to get into it in episode. Yeah, two. I want to know if he's going to be found. Mm-hmm. Can't believe I don't know about this. I didn't like. I didn't know about it. I just knew it from googling. Hmm. Famous Irish murder cases. And that's all I yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. We'll see you on the next one, guys. Slán Bye bye. Rate, review, and subscribe. Please. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page. <laughs>